This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, my virtual boyfriend and girlfriend, <laughs> um, Emily wow. Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. You can email the show via the Absolute Radio Webby. Yeah. On to Webby. Try the Webby, Joey. <laughs> Just interested in our changing roles. <laughs> So it seems I've now got a lot more on than I initially anticipated. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that was brokered in my contract, but anyway. Well, it's, it's lovely to be with you both again. And um, Alan is wearing a paisley scarf. Oh, yeah, I haven't taken my scarf off Oh, I don't think that's gone unnoticed, my friend. No, no, no this very, is, I'm um, not one of those people that wears a scarf indoors, but it's just a bit chilly, isn't it? It's so very it on. David Essex on top of the pops, 1974. Um, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I think he. I like the scarf, but I don't really wear a scarf indoors. I was just chilly. Well, so cool. I shall I remove it? Is it, yeah, is it distracting? No, don't remove it. I like a bit of. No, uh, I love it when someone's about to solve crimes in Norway, <laughs> which is what you look like, in a good way. Um, you know, people already want a photograph of the scarf for oh, social media. Yeah, well, so do. Remember when radio used to be an audio <laughs> medium? Now people want a bit of... Not every radio anymore. website, there's a bit of VT footage, photos. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we've got to go... Well, we've, got, so we've had so many visual aids this morning sent in on the Twitters, Frank. Oh, we've yeah. had so many pictures of cats because on your other oh, yes. project, Room 101, yes. you and Lawrence Fox, your man crush... Lawrence Fox, I believe, put cats into Room 101. Is well, that correct? He, he, um, he, he, um, yes. Well, it hasn't, I allowed it hasn't gone well. Oh, That's really? all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. People are very upset. I did worry if he might get a little bit of uh, flack. The cat fans. The a lot, cat a fans lot of male right. celebrities do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, these, these cigarettes are getting worse. <laughs> oh, dear. And we had a picture sent in. Holly Sellers says, "Who knew?" Which is the new Frank Skinner phrase yeah, after the indeed. Brits last week when he said, "Little Mix, who knew?" Yeah. Who knew that when all the coins are put together, they make the one-pound shield? I didn't. Mind blown. Now, what this is, if oh, you put ten p, two p, five p, one p, twenty p, and fifty p all in a sort of shield shape. Yeah. The sections of the... Oh, it's too complicated to explain. You I have understand to it. it. You, what you're oh, saying is yes. the coins of the realm are yes. jigsaw pieces. Yes. Oh, right. lovely. I knew you'd do it, Frank. Yeah. That's I know. No. Who knew? <laughs> I did not know that. I'm going to show you the visual aid. It's extraordinaire. The trouble is that I no longer keep the, uh, the brass end <laughs> of coins. I just throw I them just, away. I discard just, uh, them. I throw them at, um, well, passing vehicles. <laughs> Um, you mean in your pocket? You no longer. What do you no longer have in your pocket? Pennies and toppences. I know. I mean, he doesn't need that the kind of money. What do you use them for? Well, I thought you were going to then go into a brass in pocket, but you didn't. Oh, oh that's a shame. <laughs> I only ever do that when I'm walking away from a cash point. Yeah, it's a nice attempt at a setup, though. I like. That. I know. No, thanks. Thanks for teeing me up there. I missed it completely. <laughs> We were all taken up the shard last night. Yeah. Um, in no particular order. We were. Um, and it was, um, it was splendid. Uh, it's very nice. Trey Bon. But I'll tell you what it was not, was a posh Chinese restaurant, which is what I had been led to yes, believe. I thought I it was, was a Chinese to. restaurant. And I th my, first, my first moment of thinking, this is an unusual Chinese restaurant, was when there was bread rolls and butter on the table, which I've never encountered in a Chinese in all my life. And I thought, no, uh, I don't think this is a Chinese. A whole loaf of bread out. There's a loaf. Do they do bread, the Chinese? No. No. 
Don't like the bread. No. Okay. Carbs from rice, isn't it? Oh, they do the rice. They do the rice, yeah. <laughs> oh, they love a bit of rice, the Chinese. But I thought, you know, I like a bit of rice, but I don't mind a bit of bread as well. Yeah. You don't have to just, you don't have to pick one. Um, <clears throat> They've picked. I'd, the carbohydrate thing, it's not multiple choice. You don't have to just <laughs> no. pick one and stick with it. But what there was nothing, there was no rice last night, was there? It wasn't a Chinese. No. And that's how we know. So that's, I like people describe a meal by what there wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no pasta. It's good. I'm not complaining, I've no very angel much enjoyed delight. it. Oh no, not complaining for very a second. I very much enjoyed it. It was, um, it was one of those places where the portions are not... As a man who's, who's losing weight at the moment, um, deliberately, mm. you know, you don't want a big, uh, you don't want a big no. portion. And they were, I mean, when the fish, the fish, there was a, pe- we ordered the fish, I ordered the fish. It was, um, if you'd wanted to take it home, if you'd have said, can I take two of these home in a doggy bank, a doggy bag, they'd have bought you, doggy bank, I think is on the um, fishing, the uh, shipping forecast. <laughs> if you said, I want to take uh, two of these home in a doggy bag, they could bring you a Twix wrapper. Easily. Yeah, and because they were like they were made, they were fish fingers essentially. Yes, they were lovely, high end fish fingers. What about yeah, my sixty three degree egg? Oh, sixty three degrees. What about it? It was called sixty three degree egg. Yeah, was it nice? Oh, it was absolutely sixty three degrees. Why was it called a sixty three degree <laughs> egg? Because that's the temperature at which it was cooked at. Oh, for goodness sake! <laughs> but as Al said, they didn't have any uh, third degree buns. No. <laughs> Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, yeah, it was one of those. Um, it, do they still call it sort of cordon bleu cooking? That oh, seems to they? have disappeared as a phrase. Yeah, and there was Nouvelle Cuisine. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Nouvelle. Both of them much mocked. They were in sort of sitcoms, weren't they, as if it was like a terrible thing, mm. like, cordon bleu. <laughs> well, I noticed that Charlie, our producer, actually left a bit of lamb last night. Did you? did. And the, the portions are so small. I don't think anyone had ever... Because he said, um, Madame, you're... Uh, <laughs> and I, I bet they got in the kitchen and said, well, where are we going to put this? <laughs> There's no bins. No bins. <laughs> Nobody ever leaves anything. I don't know. So that was, uh, that was very radical, leaving a she bit was, of lamb. She was right next to me and I said, what? That's going back. You could have spoken up earlier that you didn't want that. I'd have had it. Although I was in the Mercure Hotel in Sheffield this week. Mm. Right. Um, just to give you the flip side of my life. And um, I went down to breakfast and there was, uh, as, uh, incredibly, as it was Sheffield, I've never seen so much cutlery <laughs> as a place setting in my life. There was like three knives, two forks, two spoons. And it is just Sheffield. They have such an abundance of cutlery. Yeah, it's all left in the back. They might as well use it. Mm. <laughs> when I said to the waitress, I said, you can tell it's Sheffield with all this. And she said, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was probably the highlight of my uh, stay at the uh, Mercure. <laughs> the Hotel Mercure in Sheffield. Mm. So it was it was a, a lovely night. It we was. All got, although oh. there was a bit where we started showing pictures from our phones, which is also the, yes, always the a sign came that, out. The, mm-hmm. that the evening is going down the lavatory, I always think. <laughs> Oh it's a general symbol. Well, the so. lavatories were extraordinary last night. Oh, yes. Only photograph I took, the view from the We urinal. don't want to know about that, Al. Honestly. It's <laughs> the only photograph. Yeah, what's the name of that bloke again? Yeah. Arthur Miller. Yeah. They did, I thought they handled the restaurant, this is, the uh, please leave now, very elegantly. 
Yes. Because we had an early booking, didn't we? And they suddenly said to us, Madame, sir, would you like to make your way through to a lounge? Yes, why don't you move to a lounge for (laughs) coffee? And Frank, I looked at the lounge. I thought it looked so inviting, that lounge. Yeah, you know what? I will go to that lounge. I will go, but don't push, stop pushing me. (laughs) (laughs) What a great idea. And then, of course, we sat in the lounge. I mean, within, it took, what, four seconds? For that table to be, you know, the, the people waiting. It was one of the most diplomatic um, <laughs> kicks up the behind I've ever had. Very good. My life is beautifully done. Yeah. It's a, it's a great skill to be able to move people about. Like, I remember yeah, a, comed- a comedian said to me very early on, um, I, I don't know if I should name him, when I started, he said, uh, when people, he said, I learnt my technique from the parish priest. He said that when you shake someone's hand, put your other hand on their shoulder and just move, just keep moving them <laughs> along <laughs> the conveyor belt. And uh, he had, a, he had a, an element of that, the uh, the maitre d, the yeah. major domo. He said the same thing, a maitre d and a major domo. I, hey, 12.15, oh, guys, come on, let's see those brains ticking this morning <laughs> on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. <laughs> you said it. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. So, um, yeah, (laughs) incredibly, um, incredibly, last (laughs) night's dinner was a birthday uh, celebration. My birthday was 28th of January. You've been really stretching it out, haven't you? It's like the Pope's Year of Mercy. It's going on. (laughs) I had, uh, you know, the Pope's Year of Mercy. No. Okay. Um, Google it. And uh, I had a birthday dinner last Sunday did you? with um, David Baddiel and um, Moena Banks he took me out nice I could see because I've lost a lot of weight he looked at me and I could see he was thinking of landing on my feet here <laughs> <laughs> but actually um, I went for it and then a meal last night and I've had two gifts this week two birthday gifts lovely and it's, I mean, what are we talking are we talking a month late? no more than a month later yeah I love it. I'm happy for it to go on all year. I had, um, I was bought a journey to the Western Isles of Scotland, but by Samuel Johnson. I was going to say. Oh, I thought you'd been I bought thought... some tickets. Yeah, I know. And this was um, the 1775 edition. Wow. No. You know when they have all the, um, when they have like F's instead of S's. Do you know oh, that yeah. thing? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. I don't. Why is that? I think I used to know, and I don't know anymore. I'm not sure. Because they've got S's. Yeah. yeah. They they've got access to S's. They only put S's at the end of words, but if there's one in the middle, it'll say stuff like boffiness mm. instead of business. Yes. That's I a very fine why. present, though. Oh, brilliant. Good gift. To hold something that someone from the 18th century has held. I mean, I often hold something that something from the twentieth century, <laughs> something from the twentieth century has held. But, we've put um, up some of the food, by the way, from last night onto the social media. We've put up food pictures. Yes, I'm afraid. Yeah. And already, Coco has been in touch to say, "What's that meal supposed to be called, and what are the contents of it?" Mm. Okay. Well, but, Fra- Frank calls it the Star Wars Village. There is one that looks like the Star those Star Wars <laughs> villages that get attacked by people like. Um, Darth Maul. Mm. You know, they live in like they're sort of adobe towns, but they're slightly space age. It was very Mm. grammable, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. So grammable, (laughs) that meal. Um, What about how excited I got when we'd ordered dessert and then out came pre dessert? And he said, This is your pre dessert and explained what it was. Oh, 
We had an amuse bouche. Well, you don't want you don't want a, a big climb up to dessert. You want a ramp. <laughs> pre-dessert, brilliant. I mean, normally my pre-dessert is a savoury, like a main course. That's a pre-dessert I know. In, in real money, isn't it? But this was not Mate, a main course. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, be a good thing for a chat show host to <laughs> tell me about good it. Good catchphrase. <laughs> would, yeah. <laughs> be a good title. Yeah. Frank Skinner's Tell Me About It. Oh, yeah. that'd be In brilliant. which he listens to people telling him about stuff. Yeah, I hear you've got a film out. Tell me about yeah. it. That sort of thing. You've got, you got, got a film out, um, Emma. So, and the crowd all get, Tell, tell me, me about, about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they tell you about it. Well, that sounds good. And that's right? just your catchphrase all the time. People stop you in the street. I oh, know, but you don't want to say it to people in the street in case they no, do stop to they tell will you about tell it. They will tell you about it. It also depends on the it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it's a um, if it's operation on some sort of gland. <laughs> I don't, don't tell me. You could have don't tell me about it as a sort of a... Like a rebuttal. Do, don't for... in um, parentheses. <laughs> like um, like you get song titles that have... Do, you still, do they still do parentheses in song titles? Oh, surely they do. Brackets. Brackets. Yeah. Bracket. Steve, I mean, they're mean brackets. Don't bother Googling it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wonder... Um, what about that for a text in? What's your favourite song title with parentheses? <laughs> yeah. How many do you think we'll get? Four. <laughs> What's your? Can you think of one? I don't know. I'm trying to think now. Um, I don't know. Is, is, isn't Saturday nights oh, all right? right for, and then uh, it's is it brackets for, for fighting. Yeah, oh, maybe. Maybe he's yeah. planning to bring out a, a yeah. several singles about things that Saturday night was all right for. <laughs> this is a good texting. And after the fighting one, you can never tell a good texting. Who knows what? Who knows what might rouse the beast? <laughs> Certainly at my age. Frank Skinner on the radio. So we were talking about the the um, the parentheses stroke brackets. Oh, I'll tell you what, sure. Sons, yeah. parentheses open brackets brackets close brackets <laughs> phenomenon. Yeah. And um, what's your favourite song title? I think we've had a few. We've had we've a had fair loads. few. Um, we have Emily. Um, <laughs> that's not one. Emma, no, Emma, not. Emily by Hot Chocolate. <laughs> we've got what's the story? Morning Glory Oasis. Which bit it's so. What's the story? Is in parentheses. What's the story in brackets? Yeah. Yes. Parentheses. Um, And uh, Sarah and Leighton Stone has texted saying, don't you, brackets, forget about me, close brackets. Which, ironically, I had forgotten about. But then then she goes on, brackets, Sarah, bracket, in Leighton Stone, close brackets, bracket, long-time reader, first-time writer, close bracket, close bracket. She's done two close brackets. She's taken the the joke and ran with it, and I like it. If only it had been from Hinge and Bracket. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. When you actually stop to think about it, why on earth would you have brackets in a song title? It's extraordinary, isn't it? Just a bit of fun. Just a bit of yeah, fun. Yeah, but no one's ever... Until now, I'm not really... I mean, someone will say to me, well, actually, there is a um, Facebook page called Brackets in Song Titles. Which is <laughs> yeah, there's the, everything on the internet, yeah, isn't there? Yeah. But it does suggest that there's maybe they should have gone back to the drawing board and done a bit more what, editing. Well, what about they just... So it's called Don't You and then Brackets for... What about they just say... Let's call it Don't You. Yeah. yeah. And then some exec said, oh, I'm a bit, um, <laughs> a bit worried, you see, that the, the hook... Is forget about me. Could we get it in there, but maybe in some sort of secondary capacity? <laughs> yeah. I suppose we could put it in parentheses. It's a deal. <laughs> Margaret from South Norwood has said wishing 
And then in brackets, if I had a photograph of you, flock of seagulls. I don't know. That, that doesn't sound like a sentence. Wishing if I had a photograph of oh, you. Oh, I, I do know the song very well. Where does the if come in? I don't know that song. I'm not, well, I can sing it, but I don't know what the one thing is. Go on, sing it. Yeah, I had a photograph of you. No, 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 don't come in there. I want, I want to know where the if. Well, I'm, if wishing I had. If. But it doesn't, the lyrics don't go wishing if I had a photograph of you. Well, then it's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a false bracket. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I think None it might blue. be. It's a folly. It's yeah. the a song title equivalent of, of a folly. <laughs> Linda has texted, how about Je t'aime, brackets, moi non plus? Oh, I forgot about it. I didn't even know the French had brackets. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I like Broca- moi non plus. <laughs> Open broquet. <laughs> Everything I do, I do it for you, Brian Adams. Where's the brackets? The girls that? are gasping here. Um, Everything I do is in brackets. Apparently it's called I Do It For You. Why bother? So you're making a really long title. Well. We'll find that. You know what? I'll find all this out, the other words around the title, when I listen to the song. You don't have to lead me in. Mm. 713 has texted, I think, the best grammatical use of brackets in a song title, Meet Love, I'll Do Anything For Love, brackets, but I won't do that. Now, that is good grammar. Yeah. Because it's added to the point, and it is. I don't think it is. I don't think you'd begin a bracketed part of a sentence with bot. (laughs) (laughs) It's a conjunction. (laughs) Meatloaf. Do I look to meatloaf for my English grammar? I do not. (laughs) Imagine if you did. Yeah. Imagine if meatloaf was your English teacher. Me at home. (laughs) Meatloafs. Sorry to bother you again. (laughs) I recently started a sentence with a preposition. I am told. <laughs> what do you think? Got there. Um, yeah, I think he'd refer to that um, yeah. it, that bracket thing as a, as a bot out of hell. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. Seems like brackets are something of a thing. Yeah. Fake plastic gent says Elton loves brackets in song titles. Saturday night's all right for fighting. So I got that one right. That's yeah, one of the few brackets right. I, I remember. And it, the bracket mm-hmm. starts for fighting as well. Saturday, and yeah. then we've got Anne Rocketman. I think it's going to be a long, long time. Yeah, that cannot be. What is... Why? <laughs> Which bit's in brackets? I don't understand. I think it's going to well, be a long, long, long time. it's called Rocketman. Right. I mean, can't they just... Is, that is the comma go, not sufficient? It doesn't go <laughs> next you know, to... It could just be the comma. What's why wrong bring, with the comma? Again with Elton, why bring it up? <laughs> <laughs> You've and got also, this problem Elton, with him. spoiler alert. Yeah. I mean, keep some mystery well, with the rocket, man. I had this before if, if I was a... <laughs> if, I was a <laughs> if I was a sculptor. A sculptor. Then again, again, no. Then again, no. Well, well, you know, you've got a robber, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring it up if you decided against it. But this one, and I think it's going to be a long, long time. That's, that's ages away from the initial. Mm. Rocket man. It ought to be <laughs> in brackets. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying, but he's uh, he's definitely and very close to Yeah. Um, but And I think it's going to be a long, long time. It's way down the line in Rocket Man. Yeah. Well, this is what happens with Flock of Seagull. That wishing aspect is just so far away. And actually we've got what another incident of the double bracket. The Stranglers, seven six eight, just pointed out get getter, close parenthesis, grip, open parenthesis on yourself, close parenthesis, the Stranglers. So get a and then get grip, a grip on is yourself. The only it's called word. grip is the 
Grip is the only non-bracketed word. Grip would have been fine as a title. Grip. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Dan Skipsy, I can't get no satisfaction. Oh, yes. I can't get no is the bracket. Well, actually, we've had an email about exactly the same song. People might think, (laughs) I'll bet this song's all about satisfaction. (laughs) Yeah. But you see, that would be a nice surprise. Think, oh, I'll get... I suppose I don't want people to think, well, my life's going well, I'll I'll buy this satisfaction song, I'll be able to (laughs) empathise. Oh, turns out it's about somebody who can't get no satisfaction. (laughs) That, there should have been some sort of um, warning about that. Did they think they were going to complain? Lynn and Phil have emailed saying that the brackets around the icon can't get no, so perhaps Mick was going to release a reprise where he did manage to be satisfied. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lot, lots Left of one rolled over the pocket there. The next one is certain. called uh, "Latest News On." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, loads Fur- of further thoughts on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Also, d- another double bracket alert from Andy Midwinter: the Beastie Boys brackets. You gotta. Is that Andy? Fight for your right, brackets oh, wow. to party. Oh, yeah. So it's called just... Uh, it's just called fight for your right. Is rights. that Andy... Bra- oh, open brackets midwinter. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be, he'll be sending us one in a couple of weeks' time, Andy, open brackets spring. Yeah. Are we bracketing ourselves by just asking for song titles with brackets in? Should we be going for other punctuation now? Uh, like. well, I think you don't pop- see many a colon or a semicolon. I haven't seen world. a colon since I gave up <laughs> surgery. <laughs> of course, they're, they're, you get your feet now, don't you? Feet, feet. Rihanna. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, they so. like a feet. Feet's the modern way, isn't it? I mean, if you can put in, uh, and I think um, Rocketman brackets, and I think it's going to be a long, long time, you should. Mm. You could argue there's enough room for U-ring and just say featuring. <laughs> don't Don't abbreviate feet if you've got room for... Yeah. I think it's going to be a long, long time. Yeah. Anyway, maybe we've... Um, what I really want to know from someone is why this... What this phenomenon's about. Elton, are you out there? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a long, long time if it, he is it, out it there. It is, it is, before he replies. <laughs> yeah. And let's hope it's not a voice message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks for calling, Elton, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know. Um... Yes, yeah, so that's that. Tonight, by the way, I'm uh, I'm live on BBC One. Are you? Mm. On um, Let's Sing and Dance for Comic Relief. Oh, a show where, way. if you remember, I became so desperate for laughs and comedy <laughs> that I snogged Greg Davis. You did? I didn't see it, but I've heard about it often. Oh, I'll never forget that moment. This show, yes. as you relive it. It's like the Ikea monkey. I chart the days <laughs> to the anniversary of it. Well, it's like the Ikea um, bookcase that somebody <laughs> might cling onto after a ship has gone down. It was like that. It was like the, it was any sort of... Um, is it flotsam that floats, isn't it? Jetsam, flotsam, so, yeah. Any oh. flotsam you can get your hands on so, to keep you afloat, it was like that. So what's your role tonight? I'm a judge again. Wow. I'm going directly against um, the advice in Matthew's Gospel. Which right. is what? Judge ye not, for as ye judge, <laughs> so shall ye be judged. Though I think one probably is judged as being uh, whatever you are as a judge on this. The other judges are um, Catherine Ryan and Joe Brand, so I oh, think lovely. if I snog one of them, it's going to be a different 
dynamic. It's yeah. going to feel more like opportunism. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell you what is interesting. Have we? Have we? Do, is it? Do we need to? Have you I'll, got the I'll, tell, I'll tell you after the fairs has arrived, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> dun, well, it's the fairs brackets dun, dun, has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 8.12.15. Um, lots of people have this morning, I'm happy to say. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, what's the latest news on the, uh, on the, the brackets, brackets before I... Well, before I tell all you, all sorts of brackets coming in. I think in. we are going to turn the heat down slightly on the brackets. We've got think so, but what, what would you say was the um, well, the chant number one? The creme de la creme of the. Uh, I don't bracket. need this pressure on. Close brackets. Yeah. By Spandau Ballet. Were they going to write chant number two later? That's from Karen. Tell you chant number. Which was actually pile on the pressure. Chant number one was I don't need this pressure on. I mean, yeah, it could have just been called chant number one. I think what he meant was oh, pressure. if you call something chant number one, there is pressure on you to produce other chants, and that's what oh. he meant. He wrote it oh, yeah. and then thought, you know, I don't need this pressure on. Then he, the whole thing got printed. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. I think that was a note to the uh, publishers. <laughs> yeah. He was saying, I'm feeling up. pressured in the manner of the Mambo No. 5 really. composer. It's like when Jeremy Corbyn said... <laughs> Mambo uh, No. 6 was a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when Jeremy Corbyn said, strong message here during yeah. a speech, and he just read it off the auto cue? Is that what he I, I think, loved that. I think, I think that that's what's happened with chat number one. 387 has texted, also the group was brackets not was. Really? Yeah. Was not was. And Stu has texted, this is possibly my favourite, um, can I just say there are no brackets in the text here, it says you haven't mentioned wham, young guns, go for it, there are brackets in there but I can't get them in as I'm driving and Siri doesn't understand. <laughs> what is it with Siri? <laughs> well I don't know but I like the way Alan Cochran says wham. In a very coasty young way. <laughs> Wham. Young guns go for it. So that was wow. Good impression. Thank you very much, Al. Um, so I, knew, I was, I was, the, I was saying that I'm uh, I'm judging tonight. Yes, you were and, saying. And um, one of my... Um, I don't think it's a dilemma, because obviously I am... I would be... Nothing would alter my actual judgment. But one of the acts is... Uh, from the uh, Kiss FM breakfast show, oh, oh, really? Rick, Ricky and Melvin. Oh, now rigged. You need fix. to um, <laughs> declare for the in, ca in case you don't know, you see, uh, in in uh, in our little building here, we, there are many radio stations, including Kiss, Magic, mm. um, Planet Rock, Heat, Heat. We've <laughs> got um, the Light program. I think we've got. Yeah, Radio Orwell. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we've got um, lots of things. I think we've also got, um, I think, at least three local cab firms mm. op operating <laughs> there. Yeah. So um, I, I spent the night with uh, Ricky at the Brit Awards. Lovely lad. Um, so, you know. That's a nice review. So it's going to be difficult when I um, blow mm. those out of the water. But oh. hopefully I won't have to. Oh, man. No. Then what if they're great? Russell Grant is on. Tonight. Is oh, he? Right. Russell Grant is on. Russell Grant. 
Of course, he'll already have um, come to terms with the final decision. Yes, he will. <laughs> Probably last Tuesday or something. <laughs> he knows what's happening. Well, that, you know I'm a big fan of Russell's. Oh, yeah, well, um, he's a big fan of yours, apparently. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a medium, but um, <laughs> one would think who's at least an extra large. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. But um, would I say I'm looking forward to it tonight? No. But um, why not? Because I think it's um, it's a bit like being funny through a portcullis on the, those kind of. Oh, is it? But you know what I mean. It's for a, it's for a good cause, and I love watching mm-hmm. people sing and dance more you than do. anything. Yeah. You do like that. And there's so, a lot of there'll be a lot of oversized t-shirts. What I need to remember is that thing that, and I think I'm the only comedian ever to say this in any sort of broadcast form. It's not about me. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Um, we're getting uh, was not was news in. You know, yeah. we said that it was yeah. was brackets. I not wasn't was. convinced that was correct. Well, um, two different people have texted, but I'll read Gregor in Lewisham, who says, yeah. "Morning team, Ab Fab, where real music matters." Yeah. I believe the band is pronounced was not was. Oh, hence so the it's... not. Oh, that is all. Gregor in Lewisham. So there you go. And Waz, I think, is a slang term for urination, is it not? Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. Um, Can we check the absolute handbook? I think you can check a couple of people. I'll have a look. Some additional... I am so sorry, everyone. Um, While you're doing that... It's fine as long as you do immediate apologies. They they advise tinkle. (laughs) Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, was it compiled by Kenneth Williams, the absolute radio (laughs) book? He did Blyton, apparently. Dr. (laughs) Tinkle. One of my favourite characters ever on screen. Was that, uh, was it, he says, was that shooting I heard or just a horse backfiring? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fiddler. Topical comedy. Yeah. 331 uh, concurs. Mm-hmm. Was not was, was. was so called because, sorry, was not was. Was not was. Was so called because Don's surname is pronounced to rhyme with jazz. Ah. Oh, so his name was Don Was. Don Was. Okay. There you go. It's uh, what an educational morning it's been. Every day is a school day, as you like to say. We're, we're having so, okay. Dandy man is similarly agreeing with all about this. Was not was. Yeah. Was not was. I've called them was. I've called them was not was a million times. Me too. Maybe. Well, well, not a million. I think it's. Wrong. Um, I've got. I think it'd be in my journal. Um, <laughs> so I think one tonight it will be the first time I think I've been on television since I've lost um, quite a bit of weight. Oh, oh, that'd be nice, Frank. So, um, it's your the last debut time, as a thin person. The last time I lost the weight, Frank? it was, yeah, it was um, all the terminal illness uh, rumours <laughs> start up. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. You're just making it clear. I'm well on the radio now. I, f- now. I think I'm well, but can any yeah. of us be sure? Like <laughs> 12, 15. There's a photographer who's got in touch with us, oh, Frank. Yeah. He says, hey, Alan, Craig here, your personal photographer. Where have you been? Oh. Would you care to explain before I read the rest of this, or shall I read the rest of it? Uh, Craig's a good friend. I like him. OK, he has a question for Frank. I don't think that explains the personal <laughs> photographer in brackets. <laughs> I mean, if anyone here was going to have one... Yeah, it's surprising it's me, isn't it? Every time I shoot red carpet... I like that expression. Yeah. And Frank is on the list. That sounds like um, somebody talking about their relationships with celebrities. 
I shoot red carpet. Yeah. And Frank... Shot red carpet last night again. <laughs> <coughs> Who was it? And Frank is on the list. He's always on his Todd. Mm. Why is he not using his plus one? He's also never there at the end. Is he sneaking out? That would explain the no plus one. Oh. Well, my... Um, because my partner is, uh, is is sometimes my plus one and she um, does not like having a photograph taken. Oh. So there's a lot of photos of me le- looking off to the left going, come on, come on. <laughs> yes. And her um, sulkily saying, no. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I, I, I don't really hang around. I don't do the after things. Too late for me. Yeah. 60. They should be glad I've turned up for the beginning. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, it well, is. there's your answer. It's not as rock and roll as you might have thought. I mean, I wouldn't trust a 60-year-old man on a nice carpet. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. You know what yes. we haven't talked about? The biggest story in show business news mm. ever, it oh. seems. It seems. Oscar's blunder. I mean, oh, you know, yes. Oh, yeah. I speak as uh, somebody who hosted a low-level awards <laughs> do on Tuesday night. Oh, yeah. You'd never have made those kind of mistakes. Has, has there ever been less pressure on little-known <laughs> TV comics hosting awards do's than there was this week? Well, there you go, every clown. I mean, oh, God, yeah. brilliant. Like, and I, I'm looking forward to it because it's a new beginning for me because I host a lot of these sort of, you know... I'll, I'll give you a few examples. I've yeah. hosted the Kitchen, Bedroom and Bathroom Awards. Oh, oh Gareth's a discount. I've hosted the Super Meat and Fish Awards, I've, you know, stuff like that. I need and to go all down. of them, when you go there, they all say, this is, I um, mean, the audience are going to be really excited, this is the Oscars of our industry. They all <laughs> say that. And so from the now ki- on, when the they kitchen, say that... Uh, the Kitchen, Bathroom and Bedroom Awards, is that, for that, is that Jerry Hall thing where the, your, your oh, the the wife made is a, the perfect wife? Yeah. 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 It's for those people, those women turn up well, yes. No. Okay. <laughs> it's a short Just, answer to that, Just sadly. Um, but yeah, I don't think they'll be wanting the Oscars of their industry from now it's on. True, people which is do very say exciting. They call everything the Oscars. Yeah. When yeah. I won the Perrier Award in 1991, I said that's like a comedy Oscar, you know. Did you? Yeah. That's that's what you've won. Have you won oh. anything, Emily? I came joint eighth best joke at the Edinburgh Festival <laughs> oh, a couple of years ago. Well, I won. I didn't win it, but I was most Googled person on Absolute well, Radio. Well, Frank well, Skinner announced last week. No, I think you can I'm very happy chalk with that, that up as a win. That's yes. a win. Yeah, the rear of the year, which I, I oh, believe they call the uh, yeah. the anal Oscar. <laughs> I think they again. Isn't that an oh, operation? <laughs> I'd love to see the trophy. Um, no, you're right though. It is. It's the benchmark. It is. Mm. And the, don't blame me. And it's become considerably lowered re- recently. Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, the uh, the the wrong uh, winner came up, and the, yeah. the best film started speaking. This, they, oh yeah, we're, they did we're two really speeches. Happy. I believe he said, it, "It's Moonlight. You guys won." <laughs> I mean, I love that Jordan. We should say he was the producer who he took control in quite a manly way, I thought. Because yeah. I've watched that footage so many times now. I'd say about 43 times. You have not. It's my, <laughs> it's my Zapruder film. I've watched Google it. I've watched it so it's many times. Sorry. Zapruder. Z- Zapruder. What does that mean? That was the footage of uh, Kennedy. It's called oh. the Zapruder film. Oh, we see. Yes. I didn't know that. Because it was taken by a man called Mr. Zapruder. Well, there that would make sense. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I've watched it a lot of times now. Yeah. Because it's just something so brilliant about it. 
it's so dark, but yet everyone... There's a man who comes on, he knows they've lost, and he thinks, I'm going to make a speech anyway. How does and he know yes, they've lost? Because you see, when you watch it as forensically as I do, he says, oh, we've lost, we've lost. And then he, they just, he just takes the, to the stage, Maybe and he thanks he thought... his wife, and then he says, we lost, by the way. Wow. At the end. Yeah, but there are two speeches before, which I don't think they do know, and one of them talks about, I just think, you know, that this film... Out- what I want is there should be more empathy in the world. And another guy says, you know, and, and more compassion. And I thought, well, here is your opportunity <laughs> <laughs> to put these two things to the practice almost immediately. Yes. Yeah. It was absolutely marvellous, can I say that? Faye Dunaway went runaway. She wasn't going to hang around, was she? Well, the problem as well for... Um, um, what's he called? Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty, yeah, is that he... His recent, his most recent face that he's chosen is a smiley face. <laughs> so even when it was a, clearly a disaster and he was partly responsible and you know, it seemed yeah. looked like he was responsible and all that, he still <clears throat> was smiling quite a lot. Like a happy emoji. Yes. They ought to be able to uh, do a sort of a Wurzel Gommage thing where they yeah. can maybe just turn their head round for their unhappy face. Mm. That would be very useful for the Oscars, for it, even the people nominated. It it's not like Happy there's face, no people with a facial surgery at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, he, um, so he, he looked like, you know, well, nothing, nothing flaps on Warren Beatty. Yeah. But, of course, inside yeah. he was dying, Warren. Yeah. But the well, f- he, he grabbed the mic at the end as well. He went, can, I, can I speak? Can I speak? That was oh, a bit... He wanted to clear his name. Yeah. I mean, and then he said, that was I wasn't orcs. trying to be funny. Yeah. yeah, we know. We know, Warren. It's, it's not what you're known for. <laughs> well, but is this the problem? Is this the problem that that wouldn't have happened, arguably, to you two, because you're slightly more used to thinking on your feet, let's say. So if you're used to reading out other people's words for a living, mm. you just read it out. You don't question it so much. Well, it's it just did, an argument. You did question it a bit. Yeah, I like to think that if it said winner of best film, Emma Stone, La La Land, that I might have thought. Oh, is that, is that, is right? that right? Why single her out? Mm. Unless she was in brackets, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first mistake of the night is that she was announced as Emma 6.35 kilograms. Oh. And if you notice, that they had oh, the, 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 the French translation. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I was quite pleased with that. She said something after it where she said... Um, she said, I was holding my best actress card the whole time, so whatever story you heard, I don't know what happened, but I wanted to tell you that. She got defensive. They all got very defensive. Yeah. Everyone, it wasn't me. Yeah. She broke Funny into, shaggy. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> what about if um, Warren Beatty had sang Shaggy's It Wasn't oh. Me? Oh, that, that, that would have been I think a class it, act. It he, should have, he should have just yeah. said, can I say something? It yeah. wasn't me. I think it would have gone from biggest Oscars blunder to best Oscars ever with that one moment. <laughs> the trouble is, if he'd have done the voice when all the moonlight people oh, was on. Imagine the falsetto. Honey came in and she caught me red-handed. I mean, I would have laughed. Oh, man. <laughs> but it was, um, to me, it's the best thing that's ever happened at the Oscars. Not the yeah. worst thing. As many fools seem to think it's the worst thing. <laughs> How can they think that? Yeah. Absolutely marvellous. <laughs> I really, I agree. I mean, I've never, I haven't felt that excited behind awards ceremony. You know what? I'm no. st- I can still feel a bit of the afterglow. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. So it's um, it's all apparently down to accountant Brian. Is it Coolian, Cullian? Brian Cullinan. Cullinan, I believe. 
Huh? I think he, it's Colin. He works for PricewaterhouseCoopers. I think he did. He did. I'm not sure. Yeah. They haven't actually sacked him from the company. They've, they've sacked the him company. from the from the Academy Awards, I believe. Yeah, I yeah. think that's probably because he tweeted. He was tweeting a picture of Emma Stone, wasn't he, during the handover? Well, yeah. I did something of a Hesse Wainthrop investigate, <laughs> oh, and you? I looked at did all. Did you wear the tweet? <laughs> I did. I looked at all the timings. And I can wow. exclusively reveal I love this. that, oh, I'm obsessed. I've done nothing else all week. <laughs> he was tweeting. He put the picture up at 9.05pm. Right. Or 9.03, I believe. Yes. <laughs> Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway take to the stage at 9.05 and announce Best Picture winner. Where is Brian? For <laughs> seven minutes, he is missing. That is because he's scrolling through his Twitter feed to see the response yeah, to his yeah. posting of the Emma Stone picture he put up. Thank you. Your witness. Can we say excellent detective work? <laughs> it is really good. So he should really be fired. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think he should even have got the gig anyway. He's an accountant. <laughs> like, what was he doing there? It's not showbiz. And, but you I, need someone from the post office working in the envelope and car yes. business. <laughs> but if he is, if they are going to have an accountant, it should be a numbers guy. Like, there should be celebrities walking past feeling slightly annoyed yeah. that a civilian hasn't double-glanced at them. But he should be going, I love numbers, I love counting, don't care about... Rain Man is who they really want back there to check yeah. that everything's right, yeah, isn't I'm, it? I'm an excellent driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't think he should be sat, though, for, as I say, providing... One of the, the great ever Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, I, I'm his biggest fan right now. I love his work. I wish he was involved every year. Well, there's a, wasn't there a woman involved as, as well? In, yes, there was. There Martha or... Ruiz, I believe her name is. Yeah. Um, should, you're right, we should name and shame both of them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like Brian well, she comes on the stage the at the same is. time, and you see them both... I mean, I do advise, if you have a spare few hours this weekend... <laughs> look watch at his it 43 times. Yeah. <laughs> watch his reaction, Brian, whilst everyone's milling on stage, because he knows he's a guilty man. Oh, And no. he looks very sweaty. Oh, wow. Yes. Awful I mean, moment. I mean, I think, you know, you know last, last year when they said the Oscars were too white and that a lot of brilliant black films and performances by black actors have mm. been ignored, I think... So this it represents, I would say, progress. Moonlight yeah. being the best film, but they didn't have to hammer it home by first giving it to a bunch of white people and then physically taking it away from them. You know, we we, we get the idea, we get the sense of the this, symbolism. Yeah, we got yeah. that this is an important moment. You don't have to really crucify somebody. Maybe that's what it was about. Tia Summer, if someone says Russell Grant is the winner tonight, and he isn't. Oh. Watch out! <laughs> Wouldn't want to be. I mean, they did, take it, they did seem to take it very well. They did the moonlight lot. The very well. Well, it's interesting because this Jordan character, who's the producer of La La Land, is being hailed as something of a hero on the internet because yeah, he seized the moment right. and was truthful. Yeah, yeah. Yes, everyone else was milling about, and he dealt with it very well. I mean, I think that La La Land is is disrespectful to people who stammer yes so I'm glad I'm glad that didn't win well done I well thought done. we'd gone beyond those jokes you know finally someone said it I mean if you don't want to be called Murmur Moonlight it would have been just as bad <laughs> it's right across the yeah. board that kind of thing um did anyone actually... What I like it is when uh, they come on, these actors who uh, are all brilliant actors and, you know, they can 
because they can make you laugh, they can make you cry. And then they come on and, and read as badly from an auto cue as anyone's <laughs> ever read. Yeah, it's strange, the, isn't it? And they have to, they always use that phrase, the motion picture industry, which <laughs> always makes <laughs> me. That, just think about what you're saying. The motion picture industry sounds Why like the most basic. It's like, it's like a telegram has arrived explaining what film is. That is. Uh, well, the thing is, if you were forced to say that, I think you would probably stop mid-sentence and question that you were having to say the motion picture industry. Well, Warren Beatty wouldn't. No. <laughs> Just carry me straight on. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Alanis Morissette. I love her. Do you? Good. I, I remember I, there's something very special about the distance from the bottom of her nose to the beginning of her mouth. You like if that? I recall it. Yeah, it's just a little bit longer than normal. I still remember it. If I look now, I might find it's, you know, the memory plays tricks. Mm. But it looked like a bit of a journey. Excellent. It looks like someone who could be a bit reckless with a runny nose. <laughs> <laughs> got a, a filter got more time, more time than most with a runny nose. Well, I know you were a fan of Robert Mugabe's Filtrum. Oh, well, I didn't know he had a rival in your affections. <laughs> I call him Bob, but we're all different. <laughs> this could be the next brackets texting. If you've got a crush on a very specific part of a celebrity... No, we're yeah. not. I don't, don't like that. <laughs> no, it could end badly. Too, too much, fair enough. Yeah. Martha Carney, who works for uh, Radio 4, let's call it a rival channel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um she, because everyone was saying that the great thing about Ryan Gosling, of course, he's probably one of the most loved men on the planet at the moment. I mean, he, he seemed to find the whole thing funny mm. on stage, um, even though his film had, 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 yes. had, had the Oscar roughly torn away. Uh, but she said, Well, I saw him after waiting for a limo and he had a face like thunder. Oh. And yes. I thought, Don't people do. The amount of times people have said to me, come on, cheer up, Frank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whereas if I walked down the road smiling, people would say, Frank, have you got uh, mental illness problems? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's impossible yeah. to win. And So t- three hours later, he might have looked a bit fed up. Oh, so he was upset about losing Best Film after yeah, all. Yeah, he could have Come just... on, Carney, you're working for Radio <laughs> 4. Could've, could've Give us the facts. His, uh, he might have just had his least comfy dress shoes on and like, three yeah, hours later, yeah. said, oh, these are right pinching me. Or maybe people were scrutinising him <laughs> in a somewhat invasive fashion, which which is why he was looking a bit glum. Who's that one with a big scarf? (laughs) (laughs) Jenny Murray. Jenny Murray. All the women at Radio 4 wear big scarfs. Do they? Is that a rule? Who's that one with a big scarf staring at me? Oh, I've got nothing against the big scarf. Or or a big piece of statement jewellery. What what would have been... A piece of jade, maybe. The only thing... Yeah, a nice piece of jade. (laughs) Yeah, they love a piece of jade. I tell you what, um, the one thing that would have made it more perfect for me is in the midst of all the La La Land celebrations, they'd just cut to the far end of the stage and there was a linesman standing (laughs) with his flag raised. (laughs) (laughs) Because I always love that when a footballer goes on a big celebration and then suddenly realises that that the flag is raised. On Absolute Radio. It did remind me of when I um, when I introduced uh, Joe Wilkinson as Jack Whitehall. Oh no! 
What, a Did live you? gig or a, a television live, at event? A, at a big live gig in the West End. Oh. That was, uh, that was pretty bad. So what happened? Not that I wish you to relive it, but what <laughs> happened? <laughs> well, Joe Wilkinson, a very nice man, came Lovely on man. and said, uh, it's, it's actually Joe Wilkinson <gasps> to me, like it was... Uh, uh, and they're quite, you know, they're both stand-ups, they look like... I suppose Joe looks like if Jack Whitehall had been cast adrift on a desert island for six months. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're yeah. both got. They're both beardy, man, aren't they? They are, but there's, there is the beard in control and the beard out yeah. of control. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I felt bad about it. I have to say. What about um, my yes. workplace mistake last year? I think I mentioned it when um, I was on at a music festival and I was doing my stand-up, <clears> and then I heard a band playing from an adjacent tent, and I went, "I know this band. Who's this?" And somebody said, "It's Bombay Bicycle Club," and I went. They're really good. Why are you all watching this? And two thirds of the audience got up and left really? to watch. <laughs> like, bit of a workplace gaff, I think. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, remember when we had? I think the worst one on this show was when we had David Essex on. Oh, what oh, yeah. happened then? And the producer said he's got an album out. You're going to play a track for him. I said, uh, "No, nah, you'll he'll be fine with that. Don't we? You know, it's not the sort of stuff we play on. Absolute. So he won't. He won't mind. <laughs> that was wrong. He. <laughs> He it turned minded. out that was very wrong. Yeah, you minded. <laughs> Which is fair. looking back, I mean, it was a, it was a, a faux pas. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then some. Hold me close, so. don't let me go, brackets. I don't yeah, know. Well, if brackets I think he was going to hold me close. <laughs> but it was, it was <laughs> by the really. larynx. <laughs> Well, that's what, which is probably my favourite Dr. Seuss character, yeah. the larynx. Oh, yeah, excellent. I like him. Yeah. I tell you, but on another note, have you, um, did you hear the advert um, earlier for um, you can get all the Beatles vinyl albums in a, like they come out weekly with a magazine. You know that thing, the weekly magazine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. There's only, there's two names that are immediately, I don't know if it's anything to do with them, but when I say to you that, that the sort of part, what do they call it? They call it the part something. Part works. Oh, part yes. works. Yeah. What, what, what two words bring to mind when I say that? Oh. For me, yeah. it's Marshall Cavendish. Yes. Oh, they really? seem to be behind almost. Yeah. Oh, are they? Okay, I like that. I thought it might be interesting texting. What's the most <laughs> unusual part work you've heard? <laughs> because I, I think that the Beatles vinyl collection is quite an original idea, but yeah. I remember one called a Victorian delivery vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Niche. a different one every week. And yes. uh, with a magazine accompanying, telling you about that... Um, that particular I loved that Calinetics I was a big fan of that was that one yeah back in the day back in the 80s Calinetics so what's your favourite obscure part work (laughs) (laughs) Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio surely not there must be some mistake this is um, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Well, we've been asking people to text in, Frank, their uh, memories of part works. Yes, great obscure part works. Anna Wright has tweeted, I ordered the DVD of Kalanetics some years ago, which was a spin-off of the Kalanetics from the part work. Which was by, uh, so it was an exercise, and this was devised, the brainchild of Cal and Pickney. Yes, but um, I remember I stopped doing it by going, Oh, no, me now want no more Pinkney. Now, I am. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. It, the original exercise is calisthenics, isn't it? That's what they do. Calisthenics, did. is it? I don't know. I thought. 
Let's call the whole thing but Callum Best. But he has, <laughs> now that's an exercise I do. Yes. You get me? But he's, mm. uh, he's pond. He's used his first name to make it Callanetics. What I like about the strap line of the part <clears> work <throat> is that it says the astonishing. I mean, you don't get that often these days, that word. Very 70s. Yeah, the astonishing. astonishing deep muscle exercise that gives you a perfect figure. Brilliant. Sounds good. Lovely. See, these days you couldn't mark it as say figure. perfect because no. people would go, well, that's by nature saying that my figure is imperfect. You can't what say. About, uh, what about being in Callan's house? I'm in the phone, Gus. <laughs> Callan, it's for you. Yeah, all right, all right. Um, hello. That, yeah, it's Callan picking it. Oh. Oh, and they say, we've decided to pick up your part work. <laughs> <laughs> you, start, you start next Tuesday and the first one. You know, there was that thing, the first one's quite cheap. Yeah. So yeah. you buy it. Oh, yeah. They lure you in. It. The next one's 10 99 mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, any other part work? Yeah. Bill in Rickling has said D. Agostini do the majority of part works. I oh, think more than Marshall Cavendish. I think you claimed it was Marshall Cavendish. He then adds, my favourite was Bill Chief Sitting Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was waiting all my life for that part work. I wonder what order. Did they, did they do did, I think you'd start, you'd start with the moccasins, wouldn't you? Week one, moccasins. Because I think what you're really looking forward to is that at the end you can oh. say, bring on the feathers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the final part work. How do you, yeah. What was he made of? A load of bull, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't know. So was it car? Was it like a cardboard construction? Um, I. Well, I well, hope I, it wasn't papier-mâché or something. Yeah. That would have been very messy. I suppose it must have been. You must have got cardboard parts. So you got like, say, maybe four <laughs> sections that lock together for the. But that uh, makes him slightly metal Mickey. I mean, I always thought yeah. of Chief Sitting Bull as quite a round figure. But mm-hmm. what about the other week? Do you remember I thought about the English Bull Terrier looked like one of those um, heads that you used to yeah. make out of cardboard? I, I made head, um, Henry VIII off the back of a cereal packet. Oh. And he was, uh, luckily, they chose a good head to do because his head is block-like. Yes. yes. You don't want an egg where... The, uh, an egg? Um, I do want an egg, actually. I, you don't want a head where, the, you know, it's a sort of jowly, globular face. No. You, can't, you can't reproduce that with cardboard. Be sensible. But I'd love... I'd like to build. How big was Sitting Bull? More details, please. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. Um, we've uh, we've had various missives from the outside world. We were talking about um, uh, part works, weren't we? Mm. Uh, and two nine nine has texted. When I was young, I grew up in Australia. There was a serial killer magazine that it used for twelve weeks to give away two top Trump style cards with serial killers and oh, their stats. <laughs> Extraordinary! It's a different world over there. Isn't I it? seem to remember uh, 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 one called Murder. A, 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 oh, there are a lot a of crime part works. Yeah. Uh, Ian Angle has yeah. said, in response to your... Uh, you were talking about Henry VIII, your mate, your own Henry VIII. He said Henry VIII, serial killer with a C. Oh, of course. The serial box reference. Oh, Angle. Also, back to the brackets momentarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The bitterest pill, brackets, I ever had to swallow by the jam. That's from Richie Powell. Okay. I mean, slightly unnecessary. No, just the bitterest pill is a good title yeah. for it. Yeah. Why I ever had to swallow? I think they've got mixed up the idea of the title <laughs> and the idea of a lyric. Yes. 
Just tell us the title. And speaking of mix-ups, um, we've had an email that I think is re the Oscars envelope mm. malfunction. Um, one of the most embarrassing things in my life was as a result of an envelope mix-up. I once got a birthday card and a sympathy card mixed up in the post and only realised when the girl whose 30th birthday it was came into work and said, 30 is not that sad, I'm younger than you. And I suddenly realised I'd sent her a deepest sympathy card by mistake. Oh, but then to my horror, I realised the card I had sent to my best friend's mum and family, whose father had just died suddenly, had lots of balloons on the front and said, hooray, have a great day. All I could do oh, was imagine the family sitting around the breakfast table when the post <laughs> arrived, wondering if it was hate mail or something. It was a few years ago and I still blush every time I see them. <laughs> Wow. I mean, that's the stuff that people would rule out in sitcoms as being yeah. unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, that is. Uh, I, I, one year, I, I did my Christmas cards and there was some for Kath to sign. And uh, there was a, a separate pile which she didn't see. So I sent out a lot just mm. just from me. Oh. And I got a few uh, you all right type texts. Oh. <laughs> Just assuming that we'd we'd split up, so it can be. I, tell you, I, I was in a, I was uh, went into some offices this week. It was an edit suite. Why am I trying to talk it down? Yeah. And uh, a runner said to me, "Do you want a cup of tea?" I said, "Yeah." Um, I said what I always say. I said, "Brown envelope, please," which is yeah. a hint of what colour the, the tea with the strength. Mm -hmm. So um, he came in after and, he, and uh, with an envelope oh. for me. <laughs> But Sarah just clutched her chest in a gesture of deep empathy. Yeah. <laughs> well, she knows that Sarah, feeling. Sarah, who I think is um, 24. Yeah. Um, I, I thought, my heart did sink, though, because one might think, oh, well, sweet, and you might think, oh, he didn't really explain it. But go past all that. This was a young man trying to get on in the business, and the envelope he brought me was white. Oh, no. Uh -huh. Even <laughs> a mistake. Even in mistake, not good enough. No. <laughs> yeah. White envelope. Let's just hope he doesn't listen to your weekend radio show as well. <laughs> well they've, they've got to learn. If you're listening, they've it's got okay. to learn. If you're listening, it's okay. Well, is it okay, though? <laughs> Um, Dean Harding has been in touch with oh, whatever happened to Dino. Yeah, Dino. Harding, he might be he might be a clerical man. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He says whatever happened to the glow of sunbed lights in people's bedroom windows. I don't remember that. I remember it was a sort of oh. blue glow. Oh, yeah. Always in a top floor generally. So people had sunbeds in their own homes, did they? Oh, people loved a sunbed. We had one briefly. My mother bought one. She'd sit in front of it, smoking a fag. <laughs> we had a George Foreman. <laughs> they're still going. I George didn't know Foreman's people had them in there. Oh, George they Foreman, were big actually, things, they're, the they're slipping away. No. Do you remember what my one, one occurred to me last night, which was quite obscure? Yes. Fido Dido. <laughs> yeah. It was a sort of a regular character. He used to be on the cover of books and T-shirts. Yes, I remember yeah. Fido Dido. I don't know where he emanated from. I mean, did he have... He did what, seven up adverts, didn't he? But did, did he have a story? Oh, was there a Alan book? Alan Cochran, he did do seven up adverts. Was there a comic strip? No, it was Snow White, I think. <laughs> there was... Um, there was 
Was there a comic strip? Was there a book the, that he came from? Or was he invented he as a brand? I'll tell you what. 81215. Fido Dido news required. <laughs> when I was a gangly teenager with somewhat spiky, quiffy hair, I was oft compared to Fido Dido before I became wow. oft compared to Peter Crouch. That's, yeah. that's the evolution. Was that what tall people were called in the way that anyone with glasses was brains yeah. back in the day? Absolutely. Exactly. Oh, brains. Or any fat person was Billy Bonter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Billy Bonter was in the fat chair for many years. I Is he still in it? Really? It's great to think that Fido Dido used to sit in the thin chair. That, that was where people went for a simile. I thought yeah. of a, uh, whatever happened to recently. I brought my son to London and we were on the tube and I said, oh, there's mice running around on the tracks. Yes. Could not find any. And since then, I've been keeping my eye out, trying to find some mice on the in the underground. Whatever happened to mice on the underground? Have they gone? Has there been a... I, d- I don't know, but I know there'll be people all over England saying, oh, I'm going to talk about London. <laughs> <laughs> London yeah. this, London from the, that. From the bloke on the show that lives 200 miles yeah. from London. What about the bull ring? Yeah. <laughs> what about the bull ring? It's I a was, lovely shopping centre. I, 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 I was in my back on my home patch this week. West Bromwich. Um, well, actually, Oldbury, to, be, to okay. be precise. Right, literally, at my old house. And uh, there was a big pub, a massive pub down the road from our house called the Queen's Head. I mean, one of those big corner pubs. You yes, know, massive. I know the ones. It's no longer a pub. What so is... you think, what are you going to do with a big building like that? You know, what, what does it become? It's a 24-hour vet. No. Wow. Who... Why the lodge? <laughs> I mean, if I've got a pet that gets hurt in the early hours, it's just going to have to wait. <laughs> you want to be careful after your comments about cats yeah, on the television. I know. I look, you know <laughs> You've I, upset a few cat lovers. I was in the hands of a it. fox. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. But a 24-hour vet, is that a viable business? I wouldn't have thought it was as viable as selling alcohol. No. That's that's the big surprise if that's a change in society. I mean, animals get ill, you know. They don't just get ill nine to five. True. Can you see it being busy there? Well, let's find out. It's not like A&E. It's not like animals go out on the town and get themselves hurt. (laughs) No. This is true. Hey, I need to tell you about my big night out. Well, I'm already enjoying that it began with hay. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies' night, it was. Ah... Do you is want to know the cast of characters? Is there a yeah. song called Ladies Night? Ladies Night, yeah. It okay. was myself. Yeah. It was Charlie and Sarah from the show and Feet, Sandy Mason, your Sa- mother-in-law. Sandy Mason. I love... I think this night was actually set up live on it air. It was. It was. <laughs> you were talking about Beautiful, the Carol King musical. Yeah, not to be confused with Beautiful, the Bernard Matthews Musical, no, nor the Christina awesome. Aguilera song. No. <laughs> and we thought, hey, let's go along to that. Hey, Hank says it's good. We went. I arranged for us all to meet at a private members club beforehand. Do you think, of speaking did. of that, do you think Natch. Blonto, James Blunt, is yes. really miffed oh, that yeah. Carol King has stolen <laughs> Beautiful the Musical? <laughs> yes. That, I bet he had that lined up. That was on the mm. back burner for Blonto. He Blonto. could have done that. I saw a girl standing there or some such lyrics, isn't it? I don't know. Um, he basically... I was a bit worried about Beautiful, Frank. I thought it was going to be a bit patchouli oil. I me. gave you my full recommendation, if you remember. You did. And you know what? You weren't wrong. 
Ha-ha. We loved it. Excellent. We, Sandy Mason was sobbing. Yes. <laughs> Although I did say to her afterwards, what did you love? What was your best bit? And she went, oh, the seats. <laughs> <laughs> she loved the seats. Turned well, out the seats were an... I mean, I was all over um, Natural Woman, Feel the Earth Move. All yeah, the songs, well, Frank, the hits this, in this, it. This sounds like extracts from my journal <laughs> in the 1990s. <laughs> I suppose when you're 74, seats are everything. She said, oh, oh. the seats. And you know what I loved about Sandy Mason? She was very big on the refreshments. Mm. Bellboy at the opera style. Yeah. <laughs> Get those. And she went to the kiosk. She was filling up. She got mm. a red cardboard box of Maltesers. I mean, respect. Oh, fantastic. With the little serrated edge. She was yes. passing them round. Of um, course, they're much quieter than the bag, the box, to be oh, fair. I thought you were talking about yeah. Sandy Mason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So we're at the theatre having a, a marvellous time, I have to say. I didn't know there were so many hits in it, no, Frank. exactly. Well, that is exactly what Frank reviewed I it as. He said, I think he said hit after hit. It or really like Did that. I say that? <laughs> something like that. Wow. I mean, as Sandy Mason said at one point, she said, oh, I've got shivers. Huh? Long John Silver yeah. sitting next to us. Did you bring a blanket for her? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be she so should, careful with the elderly, she Al. She travel with a tartan blanket. <laughs> She's really. a woman for wearing, like, two coats in the house. Oh, well, really? yeah. it's funny you should say that, and not in a Warren Beatty-type way, right. because when she came into the private <laughs> member's bar, she had a coat, what I thought was a coat, and I said, oh, take your coat off, Sandy. And it was a sort of velvet, uh, collared-up number. Mm. And she kept saying, no, no, you're fine, I'm fine. So take your coat off. Well, I think it was the actual outfit. Uh, <laughs> well, I couldn't decide whether her, it was coat uh, or outfit. Her daughters always say that she dresses in Jedi chic. <laughs> <laughs> um, not that didn't come from me, I'd like to point no. out. My mother-in-law. She, well, she enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Excellent. It was a proper girls' night out. That's lovely. Yeah, we got passers-by to, took loads of, to take loads of pictures of did us. You like on the Yes, we did. Outside the mm. theatre. Mm. So, Good. Al, you are currently right. the only person on the Frank on the Radio show who hasn't yet not seen Beautiful. I'm going to go. I'll go I think you it. should go. Are you going to go? Yeah. I, I think mean, you should be, go. Han Solo. I think it would be a bit odd if <laughs> I you just go on my own. his own, Frank. <laughs> Well, I, I don't have a father-in-law, you could say. <laughs> sure we can I could, I'm sure that. I can find an elderly uh, elderly relative from somewhere. What about yeah. our Keith? <laughs> oh, please go with our Keith. That'll Never met our Keith. That sounds fine to me, yeah. Well, if I wouldn't just nip in the pub. When he says, let's just nip in the pub beforehand, and you wake up and it's four o'clock in the morning and, yeah. uh, and, you're, and you're in Scotland... <laughs> <laughs> and tell him, you know those little round ashtrays on the front of the theatre seats? They're purely decorative now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't actually use them, Arky. Love you, Arky. Anyway, it's, so it's... thank you for the recommendation. I thought it was marvellous. The Guardian. Ian Angel has, uh, has sent a joke Ian in, Angel, I think. can you see me? Ian Angel, can you hear me? I think in reference to the pub that became a Vets, he said uh, could combine the two at the 24-hour Vets. Good for hair of the dog. Oh, we never stop. Fine. Fine work. <laughs> Didn't we have another someone else's pub? We did. Frank, I live in Cradley, which um, I think it's is another area, and a corner pub by us has now turned into a kid's soft play. 
Oh. I think that sort of makes sense because I think not. I mean, not probably not a twenty-four hour kid soft play. <laughs> Although it was, I th- always think the pub should be soft play. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Very fun. No, take the sharp corners off the. If it life, needs to be like childproof, it needs to be drunk proof, doesn't play. it? Why well, have any sharp things? That, uh, you know. I mean, you might need knives, but I find you can, generally speaking, tear <laughs> stuff apart. Kerry Burke has also said that 24-hour vets, pet A&E brackets, not a song, just an observation, yeah. are a godsend, but wow, they're a moneymaker. £100 for consultation before treatment. There you go. Consultation, <laughs> and they can't speak. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'll take that, uh, I'll take that minor <laughs> bird in and get my money to us. <laughs> Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a text and report on the radio yesterday. People are now using vets to get stitched up instead of going to the hospital because they ask less questions. Yeah. I mean, that's where I get all my... uh, it's good to know they ask less questions and they charge £100 for a consultation. Yeah. Also, when you say, who sent that in? Fingers in the East End. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Again, that was that was an, another um, entry in my journal. <laughs> wow. Uh, so um, I've had um, uh, a bit of a uh, experience de strange, I believe the French call it. You've been estranged. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, no, I had a strange experience. The last twice I've driven back to London. I live in North London and uh, the football team I watch is in uh, the West Midlands. So I, it, that's the drive. Mm. So I think, I, I mean, I don't want to talk about roots now. I don't mean roots, natty dread. I mean no. roots as in... But I think most people would say M6, M1, wouldn't they? Maybe M40. Yeah. Yes. The, my sat-nav, I don't know if it's a fault or if there's a ghost in the machine. Um, the last twice it took me to Kettering... Really? On the way back, I mean, oh, country, taking you off country roads, oh. and also and take me home brackets. Yeah, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, um, yeah, at home, not not Kettering. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so I've been to Kettering twice in the last two or three weeks, and it, I, nothing about it seems to be an improvement on M6, M1, or M40. What mm. is it? Trying to take you away from roadworks. Often no. they overthink these things. The sat navs. Have no. you in the past pressed like no? Um... Pressed the via Kettering. Button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you what, you've pressed. You've pressed avoid Northampton clown. Wow. That's what you've pressed. Or, or have because you that's his avoid, manner. I avoid think. Avoid toll roads. Have you gone avoid toll roads and it's taking you away from the M6 toll? Is it that? Oh, Al's no. familiar with that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Al's I'm, always avoiding toll roads. I'm not troubled by the M6 toll on the way. But it's a. Re- I wonder if if anyone, if any of our readers, can possibly explain this to me. I actually mm. started because bear in mind, you know. I've, I've, I've gone up, I've, I've gone up, I've looked up. <laughs> I've gone up, I've done a radio show. Yeah. I've driven 120 miles. I've watched a very exciting football match. Mm-hmm. And then I'm driving back. You know, I'm on my own, and suddenly I'm going down a country lane towards Kettering. It's quite, a, it's, it's, it's like an episode of The Avengers. There's something weird about yeah. it. Yeah. Unnecessary. I, I even wondered if somehow I was being drawn to Kettering for some special purpose. Mm. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. 
what, it, what happens in Kettering? I've never Stays been there. Stays in Kettering. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, that, that's yeah. the rule. That could be... Um, I know, I tell you what, no, I'm not saying these two are related, but one, one of the few things I know about Kettering, apart from its shoe manufacture, is that Frank Bellamy uh, came from there. And he was a comic book artist, and he drew um, several things, Doctor Who included, but he drew uh, Dan Dare was one of the things. Wow. Uh, and then I went to my, my flat in Birmingham this week. As you know, I'm something of a magnet. <laughs> um, and um, I was looking through, and there was a, a sealed box addressed to me which has been sealed I think I, I, it's been in this cupboard for ages I didn't realise I'd never opened it so I thought well, this is exciting so I opened it it was a Dan Dare t-shirt brilliant now being drawn to Kettering mm. home of Frank Bellamy who drew Dan Dare and yeah. suddenly finding a Dan Dare t-shirt somewhat weird I feel <laughs> like what, what do you reckon I wonder well, if I don't know what to make of what you're saying. I mean, I don't. Ne- <laughs> Are the letters D D? I think double D. Babe, double D is about to loom in my life. <laughs> I mean, that is. Yeah. I'm is trying to remember diary entry. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember who's doing uh, Let's Sing and Dance for Comic Relief. <laughs> Katie in, Price in an oversized charity T-shirt. Oh, that's what no. it'll be. But it's uh, if anyone can. I mean, there'll be people at home now f- terrified by all this. They'll be putting holy water over their radios. Right. Oh, if anyone can explain the Kettering thing to me um, yeah. if, uh, before the next show, we'll we'll we'll, we'll go into before it. Before you'll learn honestly, there again, it's starting to li- slightly unnerve me. Do you I think you're being pushed there, like when the police deal with rioters and they they call it kettling. Oh you yes, <laughs> kettling to Kettering. Yeah, there is a joke in this that we can't do anymore. Yeah. No. Um, yes, um, it could be that, but I, I'm not a man to have psychic experiences, so you know. Or indeed, um, can I point out, sidekick experience <laughs> before either of you build your hopes up. OK, so uh, <laughs> thank you so much for listening this week. Up next week is um, fo- uh, rock and roll football with Ben Burrell. Mm. Do you call him Burrell? I call him Burrell. Let's call the whole thing soccer. <laughs> and um, it's been uh, lovely and... Um, if you watch tonight, can I apologise in advance? I'm not feeling <laughs> that. I'm not feeling that funny. I, oh, no. I feel like all my funniness has been used in in this context. Oh. And tonight, I'm going to be running on vapour. Oh. Still, I'll probably be in Kettering when the show starts. <laughs> so don't worry. Br- bring on the feathers. Hear the Frank Skinner show as it happens Saturday morning from eight until eleven on one hundred five point eight FM in London and the South East.